1: so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam Show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it's up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam Show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. up,
0: up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam Show. Uh. Turn it up.
2: the Pancakes and Power Slam show. We are live, episode 156. This is the go-home show to WrestleMania. Are you serious? It's time. We're getting live and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will. WrestleMania 31 is Sunday. We have a lot to talk about. We have so much to talk about that we need more than one person to talk about it. And, of course, we have the best co-host on the planet, Derek. How are you tonight, Derek? I am here,
3: and I am in living color in the Pancakes and Power Slam studio. We are, we've are got a lot to talk about tonight. We really do. I mean, why you... Why waste our time talking about introductions and stuff? And we've got a lot to talk about. WrestleMania, all kinds <laughs> of stuff going on. I mean, this is this is where you need to be. Tuesday night, Pancakes and Power Slams, Chris Featherstone and Derek.
2: Absolutely. As you say all the time, 90 minutes is never enough. And it's very, very, very true this time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to bring back my boy, uh, co-author of one of our Uh, Pancakes and Power Slam, Steam Songs, and fellow podcaster, wrestling extraordinaire, Armand. It's good to have you back on the show tonight, sir.
4: Chris, what's going on, man? How are you?
2: I'm doing pretty good, man. You ready to talk some wrestling?
4: I'm ready. I'm ready for for some wrestling.
2: (laughs) Awesome, awesome. And last but not least, we got a a first-time roundtable panelist on the show. Uh, he's called in a few times, uh, probably a couple of years ago, uh, but, uh, he's a fellow, uh, wrestling extraordinaire, uh, avid listener to the pancakes and power Sam show, a buddy of mine. And, uh, I like to call him Sean the cynic. That's his new gimmick name. So Sean, the
5: cynic, how are you tonight? I'm good. Is that a good word to say? So <laughs> I'm a cynic. <laughs> it's not,
2: it, it, man. It just, you just blew your whole gimmick in like ten seconds. So I'll just, I'll just uh, keep you at Sean for now. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's all Shawn. Awesome. just, just Shawn mastered the whole thing. Exactly, exactly. He just pulled a uh, shock master. Uh, Sting, you know, gave him the the huge setup, and then. Yeah, that's man, you just shocked me. That's the perfect way to, to explain it. Uh, yeah, but we got a lot to cover tonight. We got a roundtable discussion, we got, of course, raw, we got a ton of trivia. So, I'm going to ask you guys a ton of trivia, of course, as I do every week, and of course, as we do on the wearewrestling.net live stream every week, and of course, bleacherreport.com, pwmania.com, and my own uh, facebook.com backslash crave wrestling all of the websites that I write for. So, and of course, uh, the we are net live stream every, every week. Uh, there's some scholarly people, uh, and the chat room is just flooded every week at the we are net live stream. We got WrestleMania preview. We got raw and we got uh, the flavor of the week. This week is going to be three people who we believe each and every one of us believe, uh, Brock Lesnar should feud with uh, in in 2015. So, and of course, Brock Lesnar resigned, and uh, it's it's going to be very very interesting to see what his direction goes in 2015. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, speaking of trivia, every week uh, we're starting to make this a weekly thing on the We Are Wrestling or on the Crave Wrestling Facebook page we post uh 10 questions called the crave wrestling Tuesday trivia and so this week uh and and of course uh like I said before uh, whoever get them right first I uh give them a shout out uh, live on the on the face or, or live on the show tonight uh and every night as uh, we go on every Tuesday so uh kudos to uh Shin Blade from uh, from under the mat radio, uh, they actually have a podcast as well. Uh, Shin uh, actually answered all ten of them right um, with with no type of uh, breath with it. <laughs> with, with no type of second breath. Um, uh, Derek, he he, uh, he he said that he viewed the questions and they were a bit difficult for him. Um a lot of things are difficult for him as far as wrestling trivia is concerned, so that wasn't a uh it wasn't a surprise at all but uh speaking of wrestling trivia, what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go ahead and pose the question We usually review the trivia questions that I posed uh every week and so with Derek, we also have um other amazing and smart people on the show tonight so we're going to go and review them. The question, the ten questions that were posed today, is I'm going to go down the list, and if you know it, that's fine. If you don't, that's cool as well. So let's start with Derek. What was the tagline for WrestleMania Five? What was the tagline for WrestleMania Five?
3: Yeah, and I agree with. We are Wrestling Post. Give Derek his due. You know what, Chris? You're great. But, you know,
2: Define greatness right here. The mega powers. Mega power... That's right. You're absolutely right. Good job. The mega powers explode. Armand, what were the cities that hosted WrestleMania 2? What were the cities that hosted WrestleMania 2?
4: Oh, my God. Um... Was it? It was L.A., uh, New York, and I—I I seriously don't know the third one. I know Priest is screaming at me right now. I don't know the third one.
2: I'm—I'm gonna I'm tap out. <laughs> the third one was uh, Rosemont or, or or Chicago. That was the that was the third one. Oh, it was Rosemont aw, Horizon. that's trash. Yeah, yep, Rosemont Horizon. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Sean, who won the gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania seventeen? The Sheik. Yes, absolutely. That was breathless. Uh Derek, who won the Vicky Guerrero Invitational at WrestleMania thirty? It was A. J. Lee. That's true, absolutely. Undefeated, oh, well, Armand had two-thirds, right. Armand, who retained the WWE tag team titles at WrestleMania 29 a couple years ago? Ooh, 29. Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> Yo, I think you're getting me back from when we watched uh, Royal Rumble and I got most of your questions, right? You're giving me all the hard ones.
0: Oh, it was two years ago.
4: Rumble,
2: but that was that was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just two years ago. Who was the hottest team two years ago? They were champ for like oh, six, oh, seven um, months. Team Hell No. Absolutely. Team Hell No. Uh they right. retained the championships. Uh Derek, oh no, Sean, what was uh, which was Shawn Michaels' last WrestleMania? Twenty six. 26 is absolutely correct. Yes, absolutely. Derek, who did Batista defeat to win his first World Heavyweight Championship? Hunter Hearst Helmsley.
0: That's absolutely
2: correct. Armand, who competed in the casket match at WrestleMania 22?
4: That would be The Undertaker and Mark Henry.
0: Yes,
2: absolutely. Sean, which WrestleMania did JBL have his final match?
5: That was let me think. Should have been twenty seven, correct? Atlanta? No. Not twenty seven. He was
2: he was saying we fried on Friday nights, uh three four years ago at twenty seven. Okay. Actually, he's
5: probably in then, R- Bermuda somewhere. R- Bermuda somewhere. No. There
2: would
5: have been 25 yeah. then. 25,
2: absolutely. Who did he face?
5: Rey Mysterio, because I hated that match.
2: He he did. It was like 20 seconds long, and it uh, was for the Intercontinental Championship, and it was his retirement match that so we didn't know it was a retirement match. And then lastly, Derek, who retained the unified tag team titles at WrestleMania 26. Uh, I believe it was
3: Show Miz. Show Miz
2: Show Miz Absolutely correct Good job A little ice breaking trivia there Alright ladies and gentlemen That is in the wrestling world Of Craig Wrestling Pancakes and Power Slams It is time For the Raw Review and we'll be Right back after this
5: Bring what you got The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy.
2: You're looking at it. Four corners. Three. on. Let's
1: go. The whole squad is... Making it clear We've taken this year You know who we are But you don't know Why we here So this is where The big boys play These big boys play Like who defies The living guy Get out the big boys way Outsiders with the swoop in We live as kings You see in us But our third man Waits in the wings And when the time is right We shock him With the proper attack I go for dolo But ain't solo Cut the promo in black Hollywood Hendrix Prizzle Pinning to the mat. I'm one with the strength of a hundred men With one intent to see the will Fulfilled of the one who sent his son To give himself, but you rap out your guts and your racks torture White coffins when I drop a bomb My mic's awesome, never lost faith You in our space, you can all skate, suffer but never crippled. No bin walls in my cross face From here to saturn they raving Anticipating, I was frostbitten, Now I am glacier, mixed with some Vader, get to hawking with these animals Using God for my defense and Alabama we and that's beautiful Bobby Eaton, me and Priest we the dangerous alliance, nah the Harlem Heat, tie the do-rag before we do battle, you're talking sheep, you are what you speak, this too still an is took back we repping that work pack the foundation shaking, no mistaking yeah we shook that, trusting God we trust, pushing forward, never look back, meekness ain't at all weakness some people must that stamping out this crook rap, he turning the power on, on the race Adds, leg drop after a power bomb Tired of the lies, man We bringing the truth through Diligent and fruitful The owners in our group, too It's good to be king Sold out this war it's brutal. too We playing them war games Our army go move, too Youth crew I'm in the Baptist With a bat in my hand And stand to shatter all your plans So they don't matter In the grand scheme It's that easy We tag teaming Style the brothers We love it Demand the win Establish it fit the clash to the champions this is where the big boys
0: play, huh? We ain't here to play.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, as Sting says, the only thing that's for sure is nothing's for sure. In three years uh, of uh, having this thing on live, I get new studio equipment and then and, and boom, there we go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the show must go on. Uh, Speaking of the show must go on, I'm really, really sad to announce uh, we just had a a bunch of silence, but I think we're going to give a little bit more moment of silence for uh, El uh, El Hijo Hijo, uh, del uh, Perro Aguayo Jr., that uh, man just really, really tragically passed away uh, this weekend at a, uh, a crash event, uh, AAA in Tijuana, Mexico. Um, he was uh, teaming with Manic against uh, Rey Mysterio and Extreme Tiger or Tigre Uno in, in uh, TNA. And oh man, just just a really, really freak accident that um, just was really, really tough to, to see and to witness. And You know, I had to, have to cover it as a journalist and, um, it's just really, really tough to, to see things like that. And, you know, I just had a discussion today about, you know, a, a good friend of mine was talking about how, um, you know, wrestling was fake, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you can, yes, um, um yes it's it, it's uh it's choreographed yes it's staged um yes it's predetermined but you know the 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 risk is real and we definitely have to understand how important it is um you know for for just to you know when they when they say don't try this at home um they don't mean it just to just for a liability reason they mean it because it's it's real stuff and just the, the way that he passed, and there's many reports as far as things, uh, you know, something rupturing and whiplash, and, you know, it, it was definitely in the ring as far as it, whether it, you know, it, it made something worse that he was already going through. Whatever it is from a medical standpoint, um, it's really sad to experience that. So uh, we'll definitely give Per Aguayo Jr. a moment of silence at this moment right now. All righty. and just continuing to uh comment and uh just be some 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 fun people to communicate with and uh wrestling scholars. Uh, so speaking of wrestling scholars, we have WrestleMania trivia, uh, just just down to the final stretch. Again, our flavor of the week is Brock Lesnar. Um, Brock Lesnar re-signing, and we're going to talk about three people who each of us like to see against Brock Lesnar this week. So let's get to Raw. Uh, the, you know, give me my belt edition of, of Raw. Um, we start with Sting uh, entering promo. Um, wow. I just... I'm mesmerized at at, at what I saw. Um, It it was absolutely amazing to me, and I've been saying, you know, week after week that I didn't want Sting to to talk. I would rather for him to not say anything and and just be very mysterious, Um, very mysterious until he actually goes against Triple H at WrestleMania. I didn't want him to say a word uh the network thing was cool. You know, I, he was he wasn't very long in his promo and he he was he was good. He he sounded good. He was very just pumped. The the crowd just was bananas uh last week and it was it was a good it was a feel good moment him being next to Randy Orton which a lot of people uh, suspected uh could have been one of his opponents leading to WrestleMania but he decided to team up uh, with it. And so, yeah, it was, you know, it, it was a very good, amazing moment to see. And then when Sting came out, I mean, just, I'm a sting, Mark. Everybody knows it. I, I, I would, I will spread it to the the worlds and everything in between. I'm a sting, Mark. I'm a sting lifer, so to speak. Um, I love his music. We've talked about that before. I actually wrote an article about that on bleach report about his music, I think it's a perfect fit for him and just the mode of his character uh with uh, feuding with Triple H. It, it, his music his music came on, I was like, Okay, he's starting raw, so that means he has to talk. It and it, I was I was just a little leery about it. I you know, it was one of those things like, Oh man, the, the mystique is gonna go down. I don't like it. But when it happened I was sewing on it. I think I think it worked. I think they bought into it. I think the crowd in, in LA was, you know, was was very pro sting. Of course, you know, of course they're gonna be pro staying. But they were they're very behind them and I think it was a good segment. I think Stephanie being involved in it was good and I think that uh, the fact that Triple H still kind of weaseled his way out was a good I think it was a really, really good segment. Uh definitely uh, Atone for the end the ending segment, which we'll talk about in a little bit but uh let's start with let's start with Armand the sting segment sting talks he opens raw for the very first time. What were your thoughts
4: um the the main thing that I liked and took away from his promo was the fact that he completely refuted the whole sting is avenging the death of WCW, and that's why he's
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, um, going after Triple H. That was, out of all the angles that you could you could do for that, for that sort of match, like, you really don't need to do the WCW thing. I know that with the network, it's very uh, revisionist, especially with this Monday Night Wars, and it'll have you believe that, you know, Triple H played this huge role in, um, you know, the fall of WCW, and that's not really true. Um, so I like the fact that he refuted that only for Stephanie to come back out and, like, reestablish it. <laughs> but, you know, for Sting to come out and he he did the howl, like, I'm ready for WrestleMania. I'm ready for Sting. And I'm glad that yes. he's not wrestling The Undertaker. I'm, I'm cool with the Triple H match.
2: Totally, totally, totally agree. I, I've said it many, many weeks on the show. I'm totally – I'm totally pro Sting, Triple H. I think just the heel, Triple H, just everything engulfed in this. Uh, Triple H's playing kind of like the the scared, you know, and, and Sting living up to his vigilante role. Sean, Sting versus Triple H, are you, are you a fan of the angle? Are you a fan of what you're seeing? And do you prefer it over The Undertaker?
5: I prefer it over The Undertaker mainly because I don't think Undertaker can – give us a five-star match anymore without the smoke and mirrors. Regarding this angle, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. He's been around since November. I just felt like they could have done more in explaining why is he here, why is he helping the younger roster who he's never really had contact with. And so far, he did refute that he's not doing this for WCW, but he's never actually give us a reason why he's here, why is he doing what he's doing. And that's why I'm making this feud in the night after. Sting wins, then what? What happens with Triple H? What happens with Sting? Why are they doing this and what happens next? So that's where I'm at with that. See, but the, the thing is with that, with they they don't need an explanation for
2: Sting. They don't need a what's next for Sting. You know, the guy's 56 years old as of uh, the 20th, a few days ago. There's not a what's next for Sting um, this is just, I mean, we, I think, I think we all just need to soak this up as wrestling fans and just understand that even if, and I've said this before, even if I would, the first thing never to wrestle again. I mean, this is, this is Sting's, this is Sting's swan song, if you, you know, if you will go into sunset, you've had your WrestleMania moment, you've had your WWE moment, you know, what's next? Triple H would be it. it'd be so easy for Triple H to get back into the authority angle and like I have said before I want to see Seth Rollins versus Triple H at SummerSlam. There before good months to build that Rollins is a face. Derek, should we see and good uh good mention here on realwrestling.net, uh live stream today is Undertaker's 50th birthday 50th birthday, so uh congratulations to the Undertaker being 50. Uh, and Sting's fifty-six, so <laughs> that's one hundred six years of, of WrestleMania talent right there, Derek. Sting versus Triple H—you've you've talked about it many times on the, on the show. Do we uh, just? I mean, this is—we've we, seen this for four months now, leading into WrestleMania. Give us your overall thoughts on the angle as a whole. You said it many times, but just give us your overall thoughts. On the angle as a whole, and should we see Sting versus Undertaker?
3: We shouldn't see uh, Sting versus Undertaker because, uh, you know, like we just mentioned previously, that Undertaker probably couldn't get on a show like that without too many smoke and mirrors. However, it would be phenomenal. I do like the Sting Triple H thing going into WrestleMania. I mean, it's it's awesome for the show. It's awesome for WrestleMania. It's two huge names you never thought would ever go against each other. And the Sting, this is his swan song. It should be after this. He's done. But I'm not the judge on that. But for The Undertaker, I mean, this is probably also going to be an Undertaker song, swan, swan song. I mean, honestly, what more can we get from him? And if he only just shows up at WrestleMania, this is the only time he's here. Maybe this should be the last one.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it should be the last one for Sting. It should be the only one for Sting. It should be the last one for Taker, and certainly, um, you know, that's all we need. Next, we get the Intercontinental title match uh, stuff, which is R-Truth and Dean Ambrose defeating Stardust and Luke Harper. Let's get thoughts on uh, from everyone on the Intercontinental Title Ladder match. And we'll just talk about that as a whole leading into WrestleMania. Uh, Sean, your thoughts on the Intercontinental Title Ladder match. Uh, do you like the build? Do you like the participants? Uh, who should be in? Uh, who should be included? Who should be excluded? What are your thoughts leading into WrestleMania?
5: I don't mind the participants. Uh, most of them, probably except R-Truth, have held the belt before so at least you're having a championship match with everybody who's held before, uh, well, except also Daniel Bryan. And they, mm-hmm. they've all shown in the past they're good workers, and they can probably put on a good ladder match. I have not liked the build.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: It's too comedic for me for a belt that everybody wants to be built up and taken seriously. And it just has an old, hardcore pedal feel to it, which I personally don't like. And if you're going to build a belt back up, I don't think you want everybody simply taking it and running off with it or like truth just selling it off to other people and everybody laughing at it.
2: Armand, would you agree or no?
4: I agree 1000% so much. So I don't need to add anything else to it. Sean is totally on point.
2: Wow. Derek, are you in with them? Are you, are you anti intercontinental title builder or, or no? Are you on board?
3: Well, the thing is I really I wanted it to be the original four. Barrett, Ambrose, uh, Ziggler and Brian. I thought it this before. Have an awesome ladder match that they can do. Then they added a whole bunch into it. I'm still behind it and it's fun and you know, I I can get into that because I want the I C E championship to really to shine at WrestleMania. And maybe hopefully after WrestleMania continue to shine and be what it should be. But i still wish it, it seems watered down with so many participants. I'd like the original four just to be in it, but you know, that's just me.
2: What about Stardust? No Stardust? Yes Stardust?
3: Yeah, no Stardust. Stardust needed to go against Gold Dust. That should have been. That should have been it for me. I mean, that would be great for Goldust as well. That would be his swamp song, but it's not. He's in uh, Andre the Johnny Battle Royale. He deserves better.
0: Yeah, it's horrible.
2: Go ahead, John.
5: My only problem with that is Stardust lost his match with Goldust, but Goldust is not getting the (laughs) international shot. Exactly. For me, that's my (laughs) problem with that. I,
2: I totally agree, and I've said it on the show before. I, it makes absolutely no sense for me. To me, Stardust lost to Dust and then he lost a subsequent match because the Goldust came out. He lost to Raw. He lost on Raw. I forgot who it was against. I think it was like, uh, I think it was like R Truth or, or uh, Ziggler or somebody. He lost to, um, that he that that Goldust came out kind of distracted him just coming out and he lost that match too and all of a sudden he just gets thrown in the Intercontinental title match. I I totally agree with that. I'm on board with it just because and I, I think it's the I I call it money in the bank light. Um uh, just because um just because it has that surprise element and has that money in the bank feel to it and I definitely uh, I think it'll be something very interesting. I think all the participants are worthy participants to be in there. Um, you know, I, I would give Art Truth the rub just because of his work. You know, he, he's you know he's a faithful faithful work in the WWE. He's been US champ before and he's been tag team champ before, so he, he has credentials. I mean, if you want to go with credentials, he's the first black NWA World Champion in you know uh, almost a hundred years before that happened. So, you know, he has credentials, if you want to say that. And, uh, you know, he's uh, Vince McMahon's right-hand man, um, (laughs) as we see in a lot of uh, memes. So I'm cool with it. Stardust, Stardust could go. Stardust, I prefer Stardust to be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I would have totally been okay with six instead of seven. Um, It being seven causes a little bit more element of, Spots to it, which I'm cool with, but Stardust being the seventh person, I don't like. Um, I'm still wondering if they're going to throw in Sheamus in the uh, in the ladder match or not. If they, if they throw in Sheamus in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, that would be kind of a waste of a spot for me. Then we have. Speaking of Andre the Giant Battle Royal, we have a ten-man tag match: Ryback, P.T.P. Ryder, Rowan, defeating Miz, Mizdow, Rose, and The Ascension. Now, the uh, I like to call it the Jobber Battle Royal. Um, is anyone excited about this at all? And I know Derek, you've shared your thoughts that you don't mind it. Uh, de- uh, as far as as far as Armand is concerned, what is the payoff? To this Andre the Giant Battle Royal, what happens with the winner?
4: If Seamus doesn't come back and turn heel in it, the only payoff that makes sense is uh Ms. Dow winning turn and turning face.
2: It's the only payoff that mm. makes sense. Mm. And that leads to Ms versus Ms Dow at extreme rules? <sighs> I guess, although that should have... I mean, this this has probably
4: been the best... I don't even call it booked uh, program, but just what Miz and Sandow have done with this angle in the last six months has been, you know, short of... Uh, a slightly short of gold has been really, really good. Um, so I mm-hmm. wish that this would have been at WrestleMania, but I could totally see, you know, Miz, Miz and, and Sandow being the last two... You got this rowdy sn- uh, smarky crowd cl- that loves uh what Ms. Dow is doing. Ms tells Ms. Dow to jump over the top rope and give him the win.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: excuse me. Ms. Dow doesn't do it. You know, he, he revs mm-hmm. up um and then, you know, he throws him out, he wins the battle royal and you know, Ms destroys the trophy or something like that. Um, which leads to, as you mm. said, a, a match at Extreme Rules. But that winning is the only mm. thing that makes sense to me out this battle royal. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but, you know, it is.
2: I agree. I, I agree with that. I think that's the only suitable payoff. Ryback winning would be good, but that wouldn't help them at all. Sheamus winning would, would be a waste of a spot. Um, I, I I totally agree with that. I was thinking about that, actually, yesterday when they did the 10-man I was thinking that same scenario as far as Miz and Mizdow being the last two people, Miz grabbing the mic, saying you're my personal assistant, get out, and then Miz poses, you know, Dow throws him out, the crowd goes bananas. That would be the feel-good moment for that Andre the Giant battle royal. That would be the only good reaction that would come out of that out of, out of that battle royal. So, you know, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, Randy Orton defeating Seth Rollins and and JNZ security. Sean, Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins. It wasn't really a build. I mean, the build was that summer at Survivor Series, and then it, it tapered off, and then it went up to uh, last month, actually, at Fastlane. So there was like a three-month gap in between the build. Was that a bad thing that leaves suspense at all? Um, is this payoff worth – it's going to be a good match. It's going to be a good match, period. But could they have done better with the payoff or as far as the build is concerned? And how could they if, if, if the answer is yes?
5: The worst thing that happened was when Randy returned, he didn't initially attack Rollins. He sided with him, which confused everybody. Mm-hmm. And it really just messed up the whole thing especially when this is the guy who took you out and you're siding with him and you're sneaking around, faking all these things, being his friend and all that, just to turn on him two to three weeks later. Um, I think the ultimate payoff was, is probably going to be not with Orton winning, but with Orton um, costing Rollins his money in the bank cash-in. So I hmm. think they're going to have a great match at WrestleMania. I think they can, they're can they going to perform well, but I don't think you're going to see the payoff in who wins, but with the cash in, I think that's going to be the main moment Hmm. where Randy gets his ultimate payback for storyline wise, costing him six months of his career.
2: Very interesting. I I like that. I like that angle. Um, I think it's, I think that would be a good angle. I just see this being totally for Rollins though. I see this is, I mean, this is a a 100% Rollins project this Randy Orton is the guy to to help Seth Rollins ascend to that main event level. And as much as I've been a, a Seth Rollins antagonist, I've said you know, on the show many times that I want Seth Rollins to win this match uh, just because I want to like Seth Rollins. I don't, but I want to uh, just because I was such a Tyler Black fan and I just don't like Seth Rollins. I want Seth Rollins to win... I want Rollins. I want Rand, and that's we'll talk about predictions here uh, coming up uh, at the end of the show. Uh, but uh, that's my uh, I'm throwing one of my predictions out already. Uh, Rollins over over Orton, just because if you want to work on Rollins, if you're going to make him the world heavyweight champion, Randy Orton would would be one of the the, the best people to give him that rub to kind of. Yeah, Lesnar and Cena did it at Royal Rumble, so it was good adding him in the Royal Rumble match. I was I was okay with that. But I think Randy Orton is a good person to also give him that rub. Um, would you agree, Derek? I
3: right, totally agree. I mean, that's that's a great analogy. And uh, with him being out for so long, I mean, in a few months in professional wrestling is a long, long time. But with Orton coming back and being babyface, that could only do nothing but elevate Rollins to a uh, better mm-hmm. proportion.
2: And Orton's
3: not really going to lose much from it. I mean, he won't. Because, you know, they're going to probably go against each other probably five or six more times. So, I mean, it would be great for the WrestleMania for spectacle.
2: I
0: agree with so, you. I mean, yeah. You
3: look
2: that. Mm hmm. Yep, totally. A uh, special shout out to our. Spon- uh, to our sponsor for tonight, uh, Wrestling News Analysis. Uh, is the latest breaking news from professional wrestling, WWE, TNA, ROA to UFC. Uh, go to Facebook.com slash Wrestling News Analysis. Once again, Facebook.com slash Wrestling News Analysis. Go check them out. Um, good people's over there. They They, you know, give late breaking news and Uh, An upstart uh, company that's already getting a lot of uh, um, fans and supporters, and they have a lot of interactive comments there as well. So
0: uh,
2: next we have Nikki Bella uh, defeating Paige. AJ accidentally elbows Paige in a two-fight post-match. Was the AJ and Paige scuffle a good way to lead into WrestleMania, Armand?
4: Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, it was it was it was a it was a a solid Divas match. It was straight, um, but you know, I, I guess I wish the the women's spot would have went to a better program. You know, you've I, I think you we were all talking on Twitter. You know, there could have been a four way with. You know, or at least a, a triple threat, or something with Paige, AJ, uh, Nikki, and Naomi. Um, you know, they could have. You know, I, I don't know if they're gonna call somebody up tomorrow or the night after. If they're gonna call Charlotte up and do the same thing they did with Paige last year, I'm not sure. But I, I don't know, man. Like I just don't care, <laughs> and it's not because yeah, it's it's a, it's a, you know, it's the divas, and we traditionally don't care about the divas it's just built not good, and not bad, it's just very nah, you know. Shout out to AJ Sweet for getting them, you know, more camera time.
2: Um, but yeah. I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I I totally agree. I, I you know, I, it's one of those things that uh, uh yeah, I, I yeah. Next we have Snoop Dogg uh promo interrupted by Curtis Axel uh, I, wrote, I wrote about this on the police Report. As far as this, without the Snoop Dogg part, but this happening at uh, at the, the WrestleMania, Axel winning and then Hogan giving Axel the rub. And it's funny that it happened at Raw, um, which is interesting. So,
5: Sean, good good segment. Back segment. What are your thoughts? I give it a bad segment because of Snoop botching um, Hulk Hogan's flexing poses. That was oh, awful goodness, that was and the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Um, Axel, I mean, does this really need to happen now? The week before, everybody makes a joke out of him being Axelmania. I mean, this is one of those things that I'm concerned about because every year we get something organically um, cheered by the fans. This Fandango's humming song, or something like this,
0: mm-hmm. and it
5: just feels like one of those things that WWE knows the fans like it, and they're about to hurt and crush it. And I just hope that doesn't happen for yeah. Axel because this is probably his one last shot at getting over. And I just hope WWE doesn't go full force and just tries to bury the guy for it. I just he doesn't have mm-hmm. to win it, but at least have a good showing and continue his semi-momentum.
0: Yeah,
2: there has not been a trivia question for quite some time. So, for the Ria Wrestling.net live stream trivia question, WrestleMania is, and this is just easy. This is an icebreaker, really, uh, an hour, our hour in the show. Where was the first WrestleMania held? I'm just I'm being totally nice right now. Where was the first WrestleMania held? That was for the RearWrestling.net live stream. Uh, I think Sean, you're next. So uh, get your get your uh, WrestleMania thinking cap ready. Next, we have uh, as far as you know the the spot. Yeah, it, it was it was cool to see Hogan. I, I like that they loaded up the show. Um, Armand is is was the spot. Was the segment even worth uh, even worth having? I, I suppose it gave Axel a rub. Kind of, but uh, it was it wasn't really necessary.
4: Uh, I wasn't mad at it. it. It was it was awkward, you know. Hogan name dropping, dropping it like it's hot, as being on <laughs> Snoop's first album. The the rap fan in me would like cringe because that's just historically completely inaccurate. Um, but it was, you know, it was it was it was it was like a fun it was like a fun moment. I'm, I'm, I'm totally into Axlemania. I thought when John Mm -hmm. Cena completely destroyed him a few weeks ago was hilarious. Um, I'm not mad at it. It, it, it is what it is, you know, but I agree with Sean. Like, you know, I'm hoping that, I I don't know if it necessarily needs to lead to something, but you know, what does all this mean? Are they going to crush it? Like they did with the yes chant with the Fandango humming, you know, with Cesaro winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal last year and then keeping him healed when he should have won face, you know. Mm-hmm. I, it just feels like he's going to be on main event superstars. Even Adam Rose in NXT. Um, they don't even get me started on NXT. But, um, you know, I it, it was just it, – it was Tom Phillip, but it was cool.
2: I wasn't mad at it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well it's funny that you said don't give me start NXT because I was actually going to segue into that real quick um before uh we go to the tag team, uh the tag team match. So, uh, Armand and I had the pleasure of, of, of going to the NXT event here, um and, and going to the Arnold uh, the classic at the NXT event at the Arnold Classic And so, you know, news broke last week that uh, there's actually going to be an NXT representative in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And so, Armand, I would like for you to, uh, you know, just let us know your takeaways from going to the Arnold Arnold event, the NXT uh, event here in Ohio, and as well as letting us know who your representative is going to be, uh, who you chose to be and the NXT uh the, representing the NXT brand Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh they're gonna have a tournament. For those who don't know, they're gonna have a tournament at Access that weekend before WrestleMania or this weekend. And uh there's, you know, a few names in the hat. They're gonna have a tournament. The winner's going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So Armand, let us know your experience NXT and who you got being in the Battle Royal. First off, that
4: Battle Royal should have been on Raw um, because they're going to briefly mention, hey, here's this guy who 80% of the universe has no idea who he is. You know, JBL is probably going to crack jokes while Cole is trying to explain who he is rather than giving them time, giving them backstory, giving your universe a reason to watch NXT weekly because it's the best thing you have going on in your company. Um, With that being said... NXT was the most fun I've had at a wrestling show. And I have been to, I've seen everybody live. Um, you know, I was in the building when Goldberg won the U S title for Raven and went 50 and i um, I've seen the NWO I've seen DX. I've seen Bret Hart versus Papa Shango in the main event at a house show. I've seen Hulk Hogan, <laughs> ultimate warrior. I've seen everybody, but that was the most fun I've had at a wrestling show um, t- top to bottom, it was just it was just a great time. It it felt like a high production indie show. Um, NXT mm-hmm. just doesn't need to only be developmental. It also needs to just be its own brand and have its own stars that don't need to necessarily be on Raw. And my fear is is the
2: f- the four guys in this
4: battle royal. Chris, can you tell me who they are?
2: Uh, uh Balor. Uh. Uh, Neville, uh, uh, Atami, and I think Breeze. See, I don't
4: want any of those guys to go to the main roster. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I don't want any of those guys to go to the main roster, especially Tyler Breeze, who, you know, once Atami and and Zane and and Kevin Owens, once they got there, he kind of got lost in the shuffle when he was seemingly about to be you know, one of the the the, the next up guys. Um, mm-hmm. He could really, if they had like a secondary NXT title, he could totally kill that. If they had an NXT Intercontinental title, he would kill that. Um, I just feel like he's gonna pretty much be Adam Rose when he when he goes up. Um, yeah. I, I'm just gonna say that Neville is gonna be my guy for this Battle Royal. He's probably gonna go in. He's a spot monkey. Um, but he's like a good spot monkey. He's not just somebody who just jumps around aimlessly, his spots make sense. He can wrestle, he can he can you know, he can go for a good twenty, twenty five minutes and tell a good story. But Vince loves spot monkeys, you know, when Kofi mm-hmm. runs out of ways to get eliminated Royal Rumbles, Neville's gonna be that guy. <laughs> um so I, I just I, I'm gonna go with Neville. I'm just waiting on Balor's WrestleMania thirty four entrance you know, my where they put some real money behind them, and it's going to be the greatest entrance since, man, I don't know. I really like The Undertaker, whether he was walking in and the people were, like, grabbing at him. That was one of my favorite wrestling games, mm-hmm. but that might, that might top it.
2: Yeah. I... Man, you, you couldn't have said it any better. I totally, totally agree. I, I'm such an NXT Mark, just like you are. That, you know, uh, just it's it's its own brand because people, somebody like Neville going up to to the WWE brand, I I, I, I image another Evan Bourne to me i don't see anything especially with this mighty mouse rumors that he you know that was going around with 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 him um as far as you know kalisto being some you know some type of you know feminine you know just uh just just the when vince grabs a hold of anybody nxt it will be disastrous and i think that if we see that, if we see – I mean, the, the Ascension is – I mean, Ascension wasn't – I didn't like the Ascension even in, in, in NXT, but, it, you know, they went to the WWE, they had a few weeks, and, and now they're in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and they've lost their last 11 matches statistically. There you go. Very, very embarrassing. But it's it's like Balor, as, uh, as much as I'm a Balor guy – uh, I mean, his entrance would be just amazing. I want to see that from an NXT standpoint instead of seeing it from a WWE standpoint. Because Balor has next world champ written all over him from an NXT and a WWE standpoint. He's got the people behind him. He's an excellent wrestler. For those who didn't know him as Prince David, watch some New Japan, watch some Bullet Club and you will be amazed. I mean, if you see him in NXT, he's he's amazed. But, of course, with the WWE, he had to tone down. But, you know, check out his wrestling in Germany. Check out his wrestling in New Japan. Um, It's just absolutely amazing. But it's like just uh, WWE having their hands on any – well, Vince McMahon just – putting his almost 70 year old creative mind in anybody from NXT just uh, to me that would just be a complete disaster. So I want uh, Bowler's my pick just because I want his entrance to represent NXT, not the WWE. I want people to see how amazing his entrance is from an NXT standpoint and that will cause people to migrate over to NXT, if even if, if they don't watch it, I think this would be a perfect time to really put NXT on the map from an, a, an independent entity standpoint. I, well, well said, Armand. So, so Derek Rusev versus Swagger. Rusev keeps Swagger in the accolade. Cena runs out but gets destroyed. This 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 feud between Rusev and Cena, of course, it's, it's to elevate the Intercontinental Championship. Um, with that spot, it seems like it's a no-brainer that Cena's going to win. Um, was that a good spot? Was that a good way to lead us into WrestleMania? Was that telling too much as far as the match at WrestleMania?
3: Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, it's a, if you lose or you get shamed on before a pay-per-view, even WrestleMania or something, I mean, that's pretty good significance. It's not going to be that great for you. And uh, John Cena, yeah. they have nothing else to do with this guy. And so, of course, uh, they put him again. I like the feud. I really do. And I think that Rusev, um, he's not going to lose a whole lot when he does lose against Cena. I'm pretty sure Cena's going to win and be the United States champion that John Cena's always wanted to do. He's got nothing else to do with the guy. But granted, it's going to be a great match. And it's I liked it going into uh, WrestleMania.
2: I think
0: it's going to be a
2: great spot for both of them. Yeah, we'll see that. Uh, good job, Wearewrestling.net live stream Madison Square Garden. I think that was really easy. Next question, I said we went to Sean. I was going to give it to the uh, the chat room at Wearewrestling.net, but I said I would say Sean. So Sean, what was the Intercontinental title match at WrestleMania one? What was the Intercontinental title match at WrestleMania one?
5: Can I get a lifeline?
2: <laughs> okay. Uh I'll give you a lifeline. Um what's your lifeline? Well, but be before I before I go further. What's your lifeline? Me giving you a hint? Oh.
5: Uh, sure.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh the hint is um it ended in disqualification, and a black person was involved. I <laughs> have no idea. There you go. JYD versus uh, Greg Valentine. That was the uh, that was the Intercontinental Title match for WrestleMania one. So, and, and keeping keeping with you, Sean Bray Wyatt promo. Um, Very passionate promo with no type of anything with Taker, no promos, no creepy, you know, messages, nothing dealing with Taker at the go-home show on Raw. Was that a bad move for the WWE or was it okay that we had nothing dealing with The Undertaker on
5: Raw? I understand why, because they want to keep it cryptic, as in we haven't seen him in a year. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. that's almost like every year we don't see him for such a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. As y'all probably know, I've always had a problem with how they've kind of swept under the rug that Taker lost to Brock. And I've always personally found it awkward that they're both going to be in the same pay-per-view, but we've kind of just ignored that happening. So I thought... Mm -hmm. this this feud, it would be good if we spoke about, or if they spoke about Taker, why is he coming back? How is he coming back? And what kind of shape he's going to be in? Because this streak is gone. The one thing he fought for every year, he no longer has. So I thought they could have built around, what is he fighting for now that he no longer has that one thing that, kept, that gave him that mystique? And I felt they missed mm-hmm. out on that. But this new face of fear thing, yeah. I, I kind of understand it but at the same time. Even if Bray wins, I don't. Th- I think he's still far away from being that that Undertaker character that I guess they're hoping Bray Wyatt can be.
2: I agree. Um, very, very, very good. Uh, I'll get our thoughts here in a minute. Um, looks like somebody beat you to it. uh Wrestling dot net live stream: Greg Valentine against Jyd. So good job. Uh, this is for the uh, Real Wrestling dot net stream chat room. Uh, what was the first WrestleMania match ever? What was the first WrestleMania match ever? That uh, that is that uh, totally opposing the Madison Square Garden question that I asked. Uh, so that that is two opposite ends of the spectrum. The first, the first WrestleMania match ever. So Bray Wyatt's Bray Wyatt's promo, Armand, uh, good way to set up the match. Without any type of – I mean, we've talked about Taker. We both agree that Taker, you know, not appearing until Manny is a, is a good move. But no type of cryptic messages, no, no nothing with The Undertaker on Raw. Was that a good or a bad move? Uh, I, I might be the only person in the
4: world who doesn't love Bray Wyatt's promos. So, I'm always gonna say it's not a good idea um they just don't make any sense. They're not really angled and he's just kind of rambling um I would have preferred the funniest part was the um the lightning in between the things that he said. I thought you know,
0: mm-hmm.
4: it would have led to i almost would have almost would have said that like what they did last week for the undertaker to accept where they lit his chair on fire. Um, I would have preferred that for this week rather than, you know, right before. I wouldn't be I would not have been angry at this match not getting set up until right before because we knew it was already gonna happen, but it's like what do you do after mm-hmm. the climax? It's similar to what what uh you talked about with Rollins and Orton. You know, keep when they count when he comes back keep him chasing after Rollins, and then this Monday you finally let Orton kind of get his hands on him, but then the authority swarms him and beats him up, and it just, you know, it keeps the heat up. So, you know, I say I have to say, no. <laughs> I don't like when Bray Wyatt talks. Mm-hmm. I don't like all these promos. The The promos don't match his matches, and I'm, I'm cool off of it. I'm really curious to see where they're going to go with this. Um, as far as is this going to do what, what Cena's match should have did for him last year. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I Well, I don't think you're the only one. I think you kind of have a supporter with that as well. I'm, I'm just not a Bray Wyatt guy at all, to be honest. I, you know, people love him. You know, the, the Smirk Nation love him. I'm not – I've never been a Bray Wyatt guy
0: and just
2: show after show I've, I've said that I've never been he he's new, he's fresh, you know, he's you know, he can be someone used in the future of uh, of the WWE. You know, I've said he should turn face. I I, I still am behind that, but it seems like they're going to keep the heel roll for him. So, I uh, I I feel I feel that way too. I'm a, I'm a, I feel man with, with with Bray Wyatt. I understand Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker similar mystical characters. Not really similar, but similar as far as just someone to feud with as far as Taker. But I, I agree with Sean, too. I've said this many times on the show. You know, Taker coming back, it should be Brock Lesnar. Uh, it, I mean, he ended the streak. Why? I mean, they're going to be on the same show. Why are they just omitting and sweeping under the rug that You know that 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 Taker lost the streak to to, to Brock Lesnar, and I keep saying that Taker should not have lost to Brock Lesnar. I think that Taker should have beat Brock Lesnar, kind of like when he beat Triple H uh, a few years back, um, kind of barely hanging on. They had him go out in a uh, a stretcher, you know that type of field. So I think it was 27 when he beat uh, Triple H that way. But and yeah, I I I don't I don't like it. And then if after Taker beating Brock Lesnar, I think Brock Lesnar should have just annihilated the Undertaker. I think it would have still kept the streak intact. It would have made this match with Bray Wyatt a, a lot better, as far as Bray Wyatt still trying to fight for that streak with his face, new face of fear promos. There's not really a good. I mean, it, it's it, with the exception of seeing the Undertaker's. You know, uh, entrance at at WrestleMania, there's not really a big payoff, you know, to this match. So that's unfortunate. Uh, Good job, uh, chat room. Uh, Executioner versus Tito Santana. Speaking of the executioner, who was under the executioner mask at WrestleMania 1? So that's for the chat room as well. Who was under the executioner mask at WrestleMania 1? So let's talk briefly here about Dolph Ziggler and Daniel Bryan. Um, so Daniel Bryan is expected to win. A uh, little spoiler alert here, but of course that could change. Of course that could change. But he he's lost the last two matches. He lost it on SmackDown in the Gauntlet against. Uh, he got pinned by Dolph Ziggler, and then he got pinned by Dolph Ziggler on Raw. Is Daniel Bryan losing two matches good for his momentum going into uh, SummerSlam? Uh, going into WrestleMania, Derek.
0: No,
3: it's not. But, uh, you know, I can kind of see that taking place and going on. It's uh, not going to be the best for him. I mean, for Ziggler, doggone. I mean, the guy's he's like a, a Daniel Bryan was a year, year and a half ago. Maybe not to that extent as far as popularity from the crowd. But, you know, I mean, it was a great match last night. But, you know, we'll see what Daniel Bryan does. And if he's like intercontinental champion, it makes a difference. He's already been the world champion, so –
2: Mm -hmm. Sean Daniel Bryan losing two matches Is that good for his momentum?
5: No But I would say he hasn't had any momentum This has been the Daniel Bryan Humbling year Um, His first match back from an injury I believe he lost on SmackDown Um, He was eliminated early Mm -hmm. in the Royal Rumble Um, He was then given A second opportunity To get in the WrestleMania main event and lost that Um, Triple H Mm -hmm. made fun of him by basically saying, you wasted your opportunity to get a rematch for your title by entering the Royal Rumble. And now, he's going for Intercontinental title. He has no momentum. Mm -hmm. I don't think he had any momentum. Would this title give him that? I'm not quite sure, because the title itself doesn't have any momentum. So, maybe Mm -hmm. both, maybe him and the title need each other, so they both can gain that momentum. I don't know. But the two matches didn't help. But that being said, the champ Wayne Barrett hasn't won that many, and he has a momentum. So it's a match about – it's really a match with about a title that has no momentum with guys in it that have no momentum.
2: Mm. Very interesting.
5: So, Armand,
2: we get to the last segment of the night. Um, And, by the way, uh, Matt Bourne is not the correct answer. Uh, I'll say the correct answer. The correct answer is Playboy Buddy Rose. He was under the executioner, Max. Um, at, at at WrestleMania one, so Armand the last segment Paul Heyman cuts a, a killer promo and then we get to this face-off Where it's like, you know, they both of them like subtracted 20 years out of their life and they had a toy and they were like big brother little brother so That segment and then it just kind of faded off the air How much damage to that segment? do if it did any damage at all in your opinion
4: well first off i turned the tv off before the last segment so i didn't even see it um so i just kind of i just saw my entire timeline on twitter said what that's it at the same time and sean filled me in and let me know what happened um i saw the leg on my ego photoshopped which was hilarious (laughs) um I don't think anybody. I think much like Sean, much like Sean's opinion of the Intercontinental uh, ladder match, which I agree with. I think that this um, this match, I guess, sells itself, but it's not really like that big of a sale because I think most of us want, you know, Daniel Bryan, Brock. We know that Roman's not ready, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and. Um, it's not really anything you can do to hurt it, because I think people who are looking forward to the match are already going to look forward to it, and there's nothing really you can tell them. And I think the people who don't want the match, um, we're just going to be snarky, and we're not going to like anything unless Brock goes over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. he can complain, but honestly, a lot of us, unless we're, like, absolute wrestling historians like you are, Chris, like, I don't remember most of the build-ups for WrestleMania. I just... I. You know, regardless of what happens, I'm sure we were complaining about Daniel Bryan this time last year, about how he was being treated, and then all we all we remember is him having a really good match with Triple H, and then him going over into Triple Threat and him raising, you know, both titles. So uh, this yeah. time next year, this time in three years, we're not going to remember this Raw. We're just, you know, we're just being over analytical and and you know how we can be on the
2: internet sometimes. Yeah, interesting. Real quick, a few minutes left, flavor flavor of the week coming up. It is now time for the flavor of the week. Okay, we got a couple minutes left. Um I just want everybody to give us uh give them their three people that Brock Lesnar should feud with and then we'll spend about uh, 60 seconds with uh, predictions. Sean, who you got? Three people Brock Lesnar should feud with this year.
5: Number one, Daniel Bryan. I like the David versus Goliath feel. Number two, Seth Rollins. I love their interaction at the Royal Rumble and their interaction at the um, Snow It Out Raw where they had that backstage segment. Number three, Randy Mm -hmm. Orton. The um, Brock and Cena feud Mm -hmm. through the mid-2000s. I feel like that can be Orton and Rock now
2: cool
5: all right just name name the three
2: Armand who you got man I was gonna say Daniel
4: Bryan Brian Danielson and American Dragon but I'm gonna go with Sean's answers again Sean has been killing it tonight I like all three of those those few so I'm gonna I'm gonna side along with those
2: cool all right Derek just give us your three who you got
3: I got, uh, how about Daniel Bryan, and uh, we'll do Triple H, and,
2: uh, yeah, Seamus. I got Seamus, Bray, and uh, Rusev. Those are my three, and those are based on uh, Brock turning face this year. All right, WrestleMania predictions. Let's hurry up and uh, let us know what you got. Daniel, uh, let's go with, uh, we got, like, Forty five seconds. Let's hurry up and let them uh pre show tag team titles. Uh Armand, who you got?
4: Uh Cesar and Kid.
2: Cesarl and Kid. Uh Brock Lester versus Roman Reigns. Who you got, Sean?
5: I got Roman Reigns. Reigns
2: Sting versus Triple H. Derek. Up Sting. Who do you got winning the Battle Royal Armand? Ms. Dow. Ms. Dow. Sean, who wins the Intercontinental Title Battle Royal? Daniel Bryan. Derek Rusev Cena. Cena. Armand, uh, Tag Team Divas match. Bella Twins. Sean, Taker, Bray. Derek, Orton, Rollins. Rollins. I got Rollins, Taker, uh, AJ and Page, Cena, Bryan, um, Dow, Sting, and Roman Reigns. How about that? I'm still with Roman Reigns. Thank you so much for continuing to support us. Have a good WrestleMania. God bless you all and this, we're going we're going to have some fun tune into crave wrestling at Wrestlemania and have a great night god bless bye bye